This is it, people. This is what you've been waiting for. This is Everyday Celebrity Podcast. The podcast for everyday people with everyday problems trying to find everyday solutions to accomplish everyday goals. Let's start the show. What's up, brother? Hey, how are you now? How's everything? It's all right. You know, these are days and times. So, uh, yeah, just taking it day by day. Okay, good. That's yeah, good yeah. to know. Yeah. So I'm very interested in hearing your new release. Yeah. Uh, hip-hop, kind of a jazz version of you. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of jazz samples mm-hmm. um, in this. Um, the album's called Nostrovia. I know it's bad timing. <laughs> But it's, it actually came out before the whole Russia thing. Um, yeah, it's one of, the, one, of, one of the two releases that I just put out the last couple months. I did this one, and I did a blues album um, called To My Muse. But this one is, is a hip-hop, my hip-hop uh, joint, Nostrovia. And um, it basically just began as, like, therapy. Um, so I have three songs on there called um, Coworkers. It's Coworker 1, Coworker 2, and Coworker 3, which we'll get into. But um, you just know how it is, you know, you're working with people over the years, this, that, and the other, and my outlet is is music and writing and poetry and all that, so I just started writing, I was pissed off about some incidents that were happening, and I just went on a tangent, and I was like, oh, this is kind of good, and it felt good just to release that, so I kind of broke up the different, you know, co-workers that I was writing about, and um, made them into songs, and I was like, oh, snap, this works. And then um, the dude that does a lot of my beats and my engineer um, hit me up one day, just threw a lump sum, bunch of uh, beats into my Dropbox. And um, I just was, you know, looking for some other stuff and saw it and um, just started writing. I literally wrote this album, pretty much the jokes of it, in one morning, one day. And um, he had hit me up later on. I was like, hey, you know, just let you know, I, I threw a bunch of beats. I was like, bruh, I already wrote it. <laughs> like, we got, I'm done with the album. Let's go. So that's just pretty much how that that spawned, you know. And um, I just got to writing, and I just started, you know, writing about the industry and uh, my experiences in, in the industry, um, being a bartender. And, um, yeah, that's just where that, that's where it all spawned from. It's kind of... Um, Something I, I rarely do an album like this. Most most of my albums are mostly like social political, you know, type uh, subject matter. But I just I just got in the groove and and wrote it and and put I it see. out. You know, yeah. I see. So, what is your real heartfelt uh, love in music? Uh, is it hip hop? Is, is, is this new to you? Or well, I, I was under the impression you were really in a jazz uh, type of set a mindset. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, so this comes from what, what 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 inspires you to do this particular one? I know you're a poet. Yeah, uh, I know you've been to a number of things and you know life experiences. Uh, mm-hmm. You know it works. It's always up and down. Uh, yeah, you know you get yourself into a small space and you you know you find lyrics that releases you. And right. So what, what was it with this particular album? These three releases that you're mentioning now. Yeah. Um, I don't. I I I do. My influences over the years have just literally been everything. I mean, I was I was blessed to have a mother 
and a father that were, you know, kind of two really eclectic people. And um, so I just grew up with the arts, being surrounded by the arts. So I wouldn't consider myself necessarily a jazz artist or a hip hop artist or, or a poet or anything. I, I kind of do it all. Um, and it's just whatever moves me for the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like I grew up listening to punk. And so I did a punk album. I did a um, punk rock album. And then, you know, of course, I grew up loving the blues. I, I was born and raised in Chicago. So it's a big blues city, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it is. Yeah. So, you know, I just, I'm just living out my dreams. <laughs> you know, shout out to good music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yay and all this crazy shit. But, uh, yeah, I'm, that's just what it is. You know, I, I just, I do what comes from my heart. And um, so with this, and of course, you know, growing up in Chicago, being a young black male, I love hip hop, you know, so um, I definitely um, do hip hop music and um, it's just an extenuation of, of, of poetry and all that comes from call and response. You know, the, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's African, you know, what we call African, you know, um, actually the true name from, for Africa is Ekabulan. That's the true and oldest name for it. But, you know, they started calling it Africa for all the reasons. Well, that's great then because, uh, you know, just being from a large city, itself you know and uh being a black man uh you're inspired in so many ways absolutely you know know, it's the streets it could be the education yeah all of that you know then the mom the mom and the dad then the grandma yeah you know tough times easy times yeah you know uh it's a number of things that really make you strive Mm -hmm. to write you know uh to get it on paper Mm -hmm. you know and uh take you to the next level yeah you know, and I'm really interested to be here and hear this. And, cool. Uh, give you my honest opinion about what I feel about it. Yeah. Uh, per se, I'm a little on the old school out of Brooklyn, New York. So okay. Rap was something uh, I loved in the 70s, late, and then, you know, mid-80s, yeah. and right through some of the 90s. And then rap kind of got away from me <laughs> in the sense of uh, it's not the respect factor that I prefer to have in the music line. I always felt like rap was more of the plight, the struggle of the black man from the street, you know, which that represented in New York City, and then it just took to other levels and formats. Well, and well rap rap got taken over. It uh, mm-hmm. Not fully, but, I mean, let's be honest, white people got into play and started owning rap and started weaponizing it against us, the people who made it, the inventors of it. So that's why you get the change and what you call, you know, after the kind of mid-90s, the golden era to the 2000s, on mm-hmm. and on and on. Um, but with that said, I mean, hopefully, um, with this album and other albums that I that I do, um, another representation of that might be my album 1619 that I did um, prior to, you know, before this one um, that I put out. You know, it's kind of on that, on that, what, of what you're speaking of, on that, on that level of um, just speaking about the plight, the life, what I see, what I go through, and um, yeah, it, it's on that. I'm, I'm more of a 90s hip-hop, boom-bap type person. You yeah, know, that's that's how I get down. Very that's what good. I do, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I love it all. You know, I, I actually recently started getting, accepting more of, you know, what the new what the new school is, with more um, kind of like sing-song, singing, melody um, type rap and all that. Um, you know, it, it, everything has a, has its place. But as far as the subject matter is concerned, I do have an issue with that as well. Um, but again, you know, it's just, it's been taken over. And, and once um, money and, and people's agendas and once, you know, white uh, supremacy steps into something, it's going to push its agenda and its attack on um, whoever it, it, see, it deems as a problem, as a threat. 
And, sure. you know, hip-hop is such a powerful um, form. It literally, you know, you've get, you know, you're taking the poorest of people just using their words, just using, you know, putting our faces on screen, and the whole world took to it. When we say this is hip or this is what it is, that's what it is. You know, we've, we've literally said, oh, this company's good. Now that company's doing well. You know, that's the power of it. And so I think that once they caught on, they were like, oh, we, we got to use this against them, you know. But, I mean, you know, long story short, it is what it is, and we have to take responsibility for ourselves and our own craft and for what we create, and we have to own what we do and move forward with that, and we can't just give things up, which I think is what's happening with music in general and with art and artists in general, people, um, and the freedom of, of the Internet. I see. Um, people are, are taking back their, their ownership and not signing, you know, deals frivolously and the ability to create at home and, you know, like what we're on now, podcasts. It's like, well, we got this brother creating media for himself, you know. So at this point, there's no excuse for people to say, oh, you know, to be mad at Fox. I never mad at Fox. They're doing what their agenda is. They're doing what they're supposed to do. But you can tune in to everyday celebrity and 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 view and listen to people that more reflect who you are and what you're doing, what you're saying. And for me, you know, that's what music is about. That's what this album is about. It's just a reflection in my in my voice and speaking about what I'm going through, and what I'm saying um, every day. So let's get into it. Let's 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 hear it. Um, the first song is um, "Bars Open." So yeah, let's check it. What do you feel about the industry? The like, industry is the industry. You gotta understand it to be in it. You gotta be a misfit to understand not to be in it and to be fitting in it too. <laughs> Mixologists or psychologists cut them off and they wanna throw fists. Sloppy drunk on the walls, they piss. My response not to remiss. Slap ball keeps a parody. Not trusted with loot apparently. Muscle a ball back. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that. What you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I think? Uh, I like it. Did you like it? Totally different direction, the background, the music, yeah. uh, the feel. It is uh, jazzier. Yeah. Uh, very positive. Yeah. Uh, it's about the industry. So, yep. you know, it's a lot of honesty and truth that it comes and reveals to me. 
Uh, but you can never get rid of the street. Right. But, you know, but the inspiration and the positivity is what really makes me feel good about the song. Yeah. Yeah. And it did, and, and then also, you got to just think about what you're speaking of and uh, the experience. It's the experience. Living the life. Yeah. When you live the life, you can express the life more so than just speak of the life, right? Yeah. And like you said, you're from Chicago and you know the streets and you know the game. It's about money and it's about... Uh, plateau where you're going next yeah you know, who, who's above who yeah right? who's the man who's the streets who's getting it all you know uh, but you know what uh in the new rap today it's really a lot of dissension where against one another it's like you know the grabbing the bucket kind of effect you get to the top and i pull you down or yeah you know it's not literally pulling you down but it's it's just the understanding of that well i gotta outdo him right and i believe it's more about teamwork because if you got together as a team, it's not really like outdoing anyone. It's enough for everyone, right? Yeah. And uh, and that's where we have to be. We have to, you know, we have to link together. Yeah. And love one another. Yeah. So that's kind of where I stray away from rap. Mm -hmm. But in, in this particular case, I'm feeling good about it. Okay. I think it's a great job. Okay. All right. Um, did you pick up on any, any of the lyrics or whatever? Did you... Yeah, I, know, I, I know it's a first time listen, so. Well, I need to listen <laughs> again, you know, in yeah, the old yeah. school too, so it's not yeah. like I'm a youngster and I'm trying to really, I, I don't catch, I may not catch it all like you yeah. may do. It's not really, it's not a line of music that I would normally listen to in rap today. Yeah. But, uh, like, like I expressed to you, old school rap is something that I really connect with back yeah. from, you know, from Rakim or Houdini, Biggie. Oh, you know, yeah. Being out of Brooklyn, but. Yeah. Uh, yes, I got it. And uh, what I really got was about, you know, you have no choice but get the money out there. For sure, yeah, you know, so rap is really well. You know, this this the first one um, was just kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, going kind of speaking in general, but going through um, what I go through as a bartender, um, being a black bartender. Um, you know, what I've seen in the industry, especially in Oakland, is that a lot of times, you know, you're either the bar back or you're the um, the uh, the security. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When I was coming, I've been living out in Oakland for 12 years. And I would go literally from, I, I, you could take Telegraph all the way down to, um, what's what's next over here? Um, Berkeley. Mm -hmm. And so you walk all the way from Berkeley and you take Telegraph all the way ber from Berkeley into Oakland to um, Jack London. And then there's the water. You know what I'm saying? So all along there, there's restaurants and um, and bars. And so this is years ago, I was working at Legionnaire and, um, you know, we were just all by the bar talking. I was working as a bartender and this dude came in, one of the locals and was like, oh man, you know, um, Oakland is so diverse and, you know, I just love that you're here and da da da. And I was just like, well, it, it's maybe physically diverse, but it's not diverse in representation. And so he was like, well, how do you mean? And I was just, and that, that was just kind of very one of the first lines in this. It's like bar back, um, bar back, or bar keeps being black bar keeps is a rarity. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just like you go all the way down from Berkeley to you know to Jack London, and what I saw was just all white bartenders all the time. That's right. You know correct. what I'm saying? Yes, it I didn't, is. I didn't really see any any brothers or any sisters. You know, um, right. which is which is a funny dynamic because back in the day, you know, 40s, 50s, probably even 60s. You know, that's that's only the jobs that we can get were service. Like we were just servants to them, exactly. you know, to white mm -hmm. America. 
Um, and now that's that's flipped. And now brothers can't even get a job being servants. You know what I'm saying? We can't even do that. It's, it's changed. The dynamics have changed within Oakland. There are more um, people of color that bartend and all that um, now. But I think just because gentrification happened and a lot of people left. And so they were left with, you know, brothers and sisters that yeah. didn't leave Oakland, that needed jobs and they needed positions filled. Um, and there's a lot more um, black businesses now, restaurants and bars. So exactly. that aspect has changed. Well, you know, uh, what I see is, uh, and what actually happened to Oakland, and we're sitting in West Oakland right now, the gentrification from the younger artists, this, you know, pretty much a starving artist. They just moved in and, and just bought up West Oakland. Yeah. Uh, people bought these homes and they, you know, it transformed it and the gentrification just went so fast that it, you know, you would never consider West Oakland being like it is today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew, I knew, yeah. actually, I knew it was going to happen. Oh, did you? Yeah. When I first mm -hmm. moved out here, everyone thought I was a hater because I mm -hmm. was like, y'all finna get bought out real quick because everything was like, it was cheap, you know? Yeah. And, and there was uh, so much, you know abandoned there was a lot of you know a few abandoned buildings you know it was like homes, a lot of victorians yeah, sitting, yeah yeah and so i was a lot like of foreclosures exactly mm -hmm. so i was like oh y'all finna get bought up you know it's it's over you better buy your own shit or you know you gotta look into that and everyone thought i was a hater but that happened so yes, anyway yeah. um let's get into the next one um okay. it's called too many Chickens, she finna get chose. 
Yeah, yeah. Love that one. Love that one? Yeah. All right, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this one is just about um, just seeing folks, just seeing men in the in the bar scene and in the clubs, and it's just like, you know, sometimes it's just a straight-up sausage fest. And <laughs> working that shit, just seeing fools, like, they come in, they got, like, hella cologne on, and, you know, they're just trying to mack all the girls and just, like, just failing and ruining the vibe. So this, that's what this song was about. It was just fun, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But it opened up a lot of doors. It's, it's just too many. Yeah. yeah. So when you say too many, it's just too many alike. Yeah. Need some diversity, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, some genuine. Uh, how would I put that? When I say genuine, I mean just the genuine individuals that you know you're just practicing who you are, yeah. It doesn't have to be made or prefabbed, you know, it's about really just being you and going with the flow, yeah. Uh, should be, yeah, well, it should be because <laughs> it's already instilled from the parents, and yeah, so forth and so on, but you know. The, the the media has got everybody twisted, man. You know? It does. Yeah, it twists you so much that you kind of lose sight of where you're really heading. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you do get a lot of people um, out there trying to trying to create a, a certain facade for themselves and and coming out and trying to live that that fake facade, which you can never really live because which you can never really be because you can only be yourself, truth truthfully. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, I definitely dig that. You know, and hopefully this uh this song kind of reflected that. It kind of you know talk a little shit. You know yeah, but it was shit. It was good. You yeah, know, the forty-four. Uh, uh, but you know, it was clean. I could feel love in the song. Yeah, it's a little different. It's it's more about. It. I feel like it's more about a, a teaching, influencing. Yeah, on the positive level, opposed to you know my nuts on your chin and my dick in your mouth. Right. And, you know, <laughs> so what you're doing you're disrespecting the black folks and yeah. you know and the mothers and the grandmothers and yeah. the moms and. Everybody. So on, yeah, so yeah. you know, I think when you keep it clean and direct, as you just did here in this particular one, it's fun. Yeah, you know, it gives you something to listen to. Yeah, I really truly enjoyed that even more so cool. than the first one. Cool, cool. Yeah, it was heavy. All right, and, and I can tell yeah, that yeah, you've I been just, around for a minute too. Yeah. That doesn't come overnight. Yeah, no, I did drop some some things up in there. Mm -hmm. You know, I did talk about you know some things like uh, you know fathers not being there and whatnot. Yeah, right. You know, um, and so that's kind of like. And as the song goes on, a reflection of, you know, how people move, right? how they interact. And the um, fathers and make it. that large difference, too. Because the too. dad wasn't never there. You have to take your own direction. Yeah. You got yeah. the steering wheel in your hand. So exactly. it's kind of like, you know, you can only go but so far to the left or the right. All right. So you got to kind of follow suit in yeah. order to be able to sustain and make it yeah. in life, right? So that's, that's really heavy. For sure. I love that. So this next one is called Coworker Part One. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, I'm gonna let you check this one mm -hmm. and uh, see see you know what what you feel about it. It's it's pretty self explanatory. Coworker part one. Coworker part one. Art. Shit got hot. You was cool from the start. 
fate of fault. Sweetheart, I am truly disgusted. In hockey games and strip clubs, I trusted. Chilled in San Jose, but your bitches was busted. Now in my presence, you are as yellow as mustard. You flustered behind my back, you cheers. Spread lies about me amongst my peers. So now, like smoke, you check never clears. Your light dim like last moments of deer. God don't like ugly. Drowning guilt like cokeheads and powder. Ran my river dry, but I am the rerouter. Played me for sweet, but I never sour. They cut my hours so you could feel better. We had beef, they shredded my cheddar. I gave love, they gave vendettas. Now I brunch with Nas, loose ends, you tether. Felt entitled to disrespect me, check me. But your fake casino, Joe Pesci. It streets you so soft and fleshy Now it's with mister You address me <laughs> You You Damn, really? Yeah <laughs> I mean, you, you think you hard? Like you really puffed up on your boy like that? The thing about it is it's fucked up Is that, is that like You just You ain't even was mad enough to apologize You wasn't even really mad enough to, to step to your boy huh. That's cool, though. We'll see. See you in the streets, my dog. There ain't enough raised right men. We lack compassion, lack the ability to humble ourselves, to plant two knees in the face of truth and bow. Nowadays, these men are buying shirts and shoes for each other instead of giving the shirts off their backs for one another. If you can understand the difference, They click up, ostracize, and belly. But I am the matador. Unbothered by your charge, our truth, my spear. As you fall to the ground, pierced with the blade of pride and self-entitlement. Mint. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that one. That's Coworker Part 1. Nice. <laughs> so what I see in that is uh, uh-huh. a lot of dissension, a lot of hating, <laughs> yeah. you know, a lot of like getting to the top, a lot of friends that turn your back on you. Mm. Uh, but you know that all comes in the street life. You know, yeah. one gets to the top and you try to, you know, and you try to work your way up to where he's at, and yeah. and you just don't get there, and then it, it's nothing positive to say for you. Yeah, and you know that's how it's been, man. You know, dissension against one another. Yeah. And, you know, it's a shame that it's like that, but, you know, it's kind of like each man for itself. True. You know, in, you know, in the street life. Yeah. And, and rap is streets. Yeah. You know, rap is streets, it's life, it's past, it's what's happening now, it's murder, it's, yeah. you know, it's who's there, who's not there, and, and how to get there. Yeah. 
You know, so I, but I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that piece. It was very good. Yeah, yeah. This one, this give so me this, a little something on that. Yeah. So this this one was um, it's kind of um. So this is, you know, this is coworker part one. So it's just kind of like what kicked off the whole the whole record, the whole thing when I started writing, and um, it just was it was an incident one time I was working, um, at one of the spots at one of the bars, and we had an event. And um, this older gentleman, this older brother, comes up and asks for um, a glass of water. Now, for this particular event, we needed conning glasses, but we were low on them, which happens at bars, you know what I'm saying? We didn't order enough, did it, whatever. So this particular featured drink was made in a Collins glass. So I grabbed a Collins glass, even though we were low on them, they were being washed. And so I, you know, poured his brother, you know, tall glass of water. That's what he asked for. That's what I gave him. So a coworker of mine, just went off. I mean, he got in my face. It was what we would consider violent, accosted, whatever, right? So he basically accosted me all up and down the bar, just wouldn't stop. He was you know, like, what, what? I'm like, why the fuck you do that? When you know, just going off on of me in front of everybody. And I was like, damn, dude, like, you know what I'm saying? What's up? I Chill, you know, yeah, it was during, you know, during business hours, whatever. And um, so basically, you know, I was heated. You know, and that's for me in my life, that's grounds for knocking your ass out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Any man would feel this way. You know what I'm saying? If someone came at you like that. And so that's what happened. Um, you humbled I just, yourself. I humbled myself because I was I like in the it. back of my mind, I was like, you know, I, I do need this job and I'm not going to go out like there that. You go. I'm not going to show out in front of all these older black people. Mm-hmm. The event was like old, like, you know, what do you call the sororities, you know, the women and the yes. men and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were doing their thing. It was just a crazy night in general. And it was also a black event, right? Yeah, it was a black yeah, event. So why you take know? a black event and throw it away like it's happened yeah, so much? Right. Okay. So, so you I know, that all happened. And and so, like, you know, what I referred to, like, in the, um, you know, in the song, I was like, oh, behind my back, you know, you give cheers and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And so what had happened at the end of the shift was, you know, they was all, like, cheersing, but they, like, excluded me. They was like, ah, oh, you know. As if I had done something to him or them, you know what I mean? All right, personal. Right. Yeah. As if I had, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, dude, you straight up accosted me. Right. Right? Well, are you trying to accommodate the, you know, the right. gentleman for a so, glass of water? Yeah, so okay. it was a thing. Um, and it was like the heat of the moment. So that's what this song was about. It was just me being pissed off about it. Right. And, but I can just, understand. And it's, just a, it's such a small thing. Such a small thing and so, things, but things that people you, go through. Yeah. In, yeah, in the right. business. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So and he could have been having a hard time, but if it's about a glass of water, it has to be more involved than just a glass of water. Yeah. So, right. you know, that's what that song was about. You know, I mean, I, at, at the moment, it was just some, some it was some funk. Um but in, in retrospect, you know, I just really felt the way about it. Because I was like, here we are at this spot. I'm never going to deny a brother a glass of water. Especially a black man that grew up in the 50s or the 60s and all that kind of thing. Where, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, they said, you there's a white water fountain. There's a black water fountain. Mm-hmm. You know? So if a brother comes up to me, that's the OG. I'm going to give you what you want and what you need. And so to be accosted right. for Thank that, you for remembering that also. Yeah. yeah. And so to be accosted for that. I was pissed and heated. I'm sure that the gentleman that did that was not thinking in that manner, you know, but for me, it meant something. Yeah. And, so uh, and so that's what, what it tells it, me is that where was the other brother's mind at for giving the water? Why was he so upset with you for doing so? Well, 
you know, that's... Well, what I, is your interpretation? Of what, what do you believe he was coming from? I mean, you're speaking about a glass I, of water. Yeah. Uh, you're in the service business. Right. And what, what, because the brother didn't buy a drink before the glass of water, or he just I'm, walked I'm in? I'm thinking because, so what, so like I said, the deal was that we were lowering glasses, we were lowering this particular glass, mm. the yeah. Collins glass. Still, so that he, doesn't so, call for, but going and giving no, you, it doesn't. It doesn't. It but doesn't. what you're asking, what I think his mind state was, Go on. I think like the main manager dude was not there that night, and so he kind of had the reins. I and see. so I think he felt like I was undermining him. Right, or to take like, the stage. So he needed to be on the stage yeah, more so than you. And or just whatever, kind of yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, it it was just something that he he just acts that way. And so that mm-hmm. was like to the hilt, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But yeah. in, in full-on conversation, why I even put this song on the album, it's just like this is how it was handled afterwards was basically like, all right, you know, it's all good. The dude never apologized to me to this day about it, which is cool, you know, but so often in the workforce, I just feel like brothers and sisters, we get like, if something happens to us, it's like, oh, shake it off. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. You know, the other person gets a little slap on the wrist and, you know, you're supposed to carry on. It's all good. But when it's one of us, if we act it out, it's like, oh, we getting fired. We're being banned, you know, especially mm-hmm. Oakland. It's like you do something and it's like they're trying to ban you from other spots. It's a whole thing. I see. So, you know. I think it was something really good for you to elaborate on. Very positive. Yeah. And the main thing, the humbleness of what you've done, right? Yeah. You restrain yourself from feeding into the norm. Definitely. In that nightlife, bartending, you know, and then yeah, well, you're gonna lose your yeah. job if you oh, touch somebody. Yeah, true, for one, and then at <laughs> and the you same can get breath, a case it, on you. Yeah, in the same breath, it's all about professionalism. It's all about professionalism. I mean, if you really just you know? want to get down to the bottom yeah. line. It's about professionalism. Yeah, and the older gentleman that wanted the water didn't need to be involved in that. No, so, you know, you just nipped it in the bud. But the best thing was you spun off from it and wrote something about it. Yeah, yeah. So I respect so, it, appreciate it. Also. This next one is um, Black Russian. I don't even remember what this song is about, <laughs> but we about to listen to it and check it out. The place you go when you get that news, either celebrate or stew in the blues. Some get drunk, slump, and then snooze. Don't talk religion or political views. Bitches in the bathroom, part of they know. Ain't ran a lot, but they heart rate rose Lipstick and fingernails match they toes Soft and cuddly, but their heart froze Dim lit candles, music profanity Degenerates panhandle, crackhead insanity Take her home that night, might need plan B Or quick getaway, beach that sandy Don't like brandy? How about rum? Careful with the D-boys, some got guns Too much whiskey? You might get the runs Her drink on my tab, I'm trying to get the buns just going to the bar, might crash your car Just going to the bar, bust a nigga's ass Just going to the bar, good times, good vibes Just going to the bar, you might get pregnant Just going to the bar, might crash your car Just going to the bar, bust a nigga's ass Just going to the bar, good times, good vibes Just going to the bar, the place you go when you're horny as fuck Real, real thirsty, but you got no bucks No PBR, then you shit out of luck can't afford a date, but you want your dick sucked Everybody knows you, think you a star Every day at the bar, you won't get far Flash cash and hoes on your ass like radar Treat you like president or some kind of czar Worst day is her 21st birthday Days like this, she extra thirsty 
sports free shots on a Wednesday birthday. Sounds real good, dumb bitch, gotta pay. I may be calm, but trust I'm belligerent. Touch my drink and shit gets militant. Speech gibberish, to me it's brilliant. I know the owner, damn, where my bill went. You might get pregnant, just going to the bar. Might crash your car, just going to the bar. Bust a nigga's ass, just going to the bar. Good times, good vibes, just going to the bar. You might get pregnant, just going to the bar. Might crash your car, just going to the bar. Bust a nigga's ass, just going to the bar. Good times, good vibes, just going to the bar. Nastrovia. That one's uh, yeah, I, that. I like that too. That one's gangster. Yeah. yeah, so that one is just basically. I mean, it, it's 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 loaded. You know, I mean, it's rap music, so I, mm-hmm. I you know talk about a lot of stuff in that one. But that one's just you know, that was another one. That just was kind of fun for me. Just all the things that that happened. Right, you know, right, what I'm saying right. when people go going to the bar, you know, the chorus might get pregnant. Yeah, just going I like to the that. bar. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just because that's what most shit happens when you're it, going to the bar you know, and you collaborate and you yeah. really touched on a lot of things yeah. in that particular one. Yeah. Yeah. You're just going to have a simple drink, but you can have a crash your car on the it, way to yeah, the bar. T- yeah. Exactly. You, you know, could go left or could go good. Yeah. You know. Might right. meet your wife, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Your so, future wife or, or your future ex-wife, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I love the positive energy in it. Yeah. Because you, know? you have choices, you know, you have options of going to the it's bar. All of that. So it's not all the negative. No, no. Nah, nah. Going to the bar and crashing your car. Yeah. Or, uh, a couple other lyrics I missed in there. It was a couple of girls in there. Yeah. Uh, you're going to look at, you know, they kick it and do the thing with the girl at the bar, yeah. but sometimes they just. Exactly. Oh, it, it's really good too. I like that. I like the way you put that together. Yeah. Uh, Shots out to um major 13 that did the beats for this for this record too oh is that right yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that recording studio is right here in west oakland also you yeah said. it's west mm-hmm. oakland yup okay yep. yeah we, we do we do everything over there uh-huh um, very good yeah it's it's fun um yeah so that i mean you know long story short it's it's, it's simple i think there's some complexity within the record at within this particular song as you know um as fun and, and I guess kind of lighthearted it is. There's some complexity in it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's the realness in it. You know, you got basically out here in this world know what you're doing. Um, even when it's some something simple like going down to your local watering local, hole. Well, no, <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? You know, and you know, yeah. and that's what it all assumes that. You know, that's where the shooting's at the bar. You yeah, never know all what that. You're yeah, exactly. Into. So when you say crash your car on the way to the bar, yeah. it could be, you know, when you say crash, it could be crashing so many different scenarios. Exactly. Crash, exactly. Right? You can crash, but it doesn't necessarily mean your car crash. You crash into somebody that was good. Exactly. You know, you got this hot girl tonight, or you yeah. can crash in a gunfight. Yeah. You know, or you can crash with somebody hating on what you're wearing or get robbed. Yeah. So yep. uh, I like that. I like, I like you touch on a lot of, yeah. you touch on quite a bit on that one. Pretty All good. right. So let's get into, um, this is Coworker Part 2. Let's check this one out. wasn't our fate inspired my songs motivated my taste long story short my insta she erased 
Half and half in your coffee, not being racist Your name on my tongue like braces My muse even subtly, you're gracious But room you made for me wasn't spacious Said you're amazing, you took that as a come on Thought my friendship was a play to fuck on Wanted you in my life, what a moron Friendship wasn't a point I could score on Had a crush I couldn't brush, I was embarrassed No, no flowers or trips to Paris You were stuck in mirrors like who's the fairest Not knowing my soul was a gift you should cherish Queen of my videos, my vixen Songs dedicated, I switched my diction No talking hoeing or bitching Of you my thoughts were pure like Christians Check the vision, my mission, love not lust Laughed at me with co-workers, trust I heard every snicker, but gold don't rust You loved him, not me, but he loved us Like your pride, his other hoes got crushed Like marshmallow to heat turns to mush Real talk to see you, I felt a rush It's in the past, but I still feel unjust I just had to express myself, you know what I'm saying? For real, for real Know what I mean? Shit is real for my heart Jay said I'm obsessed, but I stay focused Should've showed you my dick like choke this Shit, I can't even believe that I wrote this I must truly be beat down and hopeless This how I express myself, don't judge me By your side even if you were broken pudgy One us laughing with the kids sipping bubbly Need your respect, never asked you to love me Hug me, your distance is getting colder Always knew you'd give me the cold shoulder You'll understand me when you get older From you I won't recover, this ain't Corona Nikki said you look lost, I couldn't believe it If your path was an object, I would retrieve it If I had your trust, I wouldn't deceive it Should've listened to my dog when he said leave it This ain't a plea, I know I sound desperate Like a song sung by Ralph Tresvin It was a moment, I was low, like a depressant I'm just trying to say, I was blessed by your presence It's like, I don't, I don't even know what to say it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm confused, you know It's like, if, if, if niggas can hate for no reason It's like, why can't I just love for no reason, you know what I mean? Mwah, Nastrovia Yeah, yeah <laughs> Yup Hate for no reason, love for no reason. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that was Coworker Part 2. Yep. So that's the basis of that song was just, you know, real simple. You know, I'm sure we've all worked at a spot where you kind of had like a little thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For like yep. a coworker, a little shorty, you know what I mean? So that's what that was. Got a little funky on that one, heavier. Yeah. yeah more hip-hop, uh, yeah. I would say. More, uh, more gangster. Yeah. You know, you got to check them, put them in the place. So. Yeah, so that was that's what that was. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, yeah. It was, it was. I had, I had did this album. <laughs> I was doing way too much, and uh, I don't. It's, it's, it's in my discography. It's in my catalog. If, if y'all look up Black Daddy Slim and check my records, I think it's like the second, second or third one we put out. But um, basically, I had did these, had did these songs where everyone had a name, like every, every song had a name of a woman that I, I knew say. in my life, right? And I did different genres and so forth. And so I had did this song for this particular young lady. And, I mean, everyone just acted weird about it. You know what I mean? They were just like, oh, my God. Like, you know. And I wasn't necessarily in love with the woman or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? But I admired her. I thought she was dope. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, everyone has their thing. For me, she's like 
you know, my standard of a woman, like my standard of like, this is beauty. This is the bomb. You know, like somebody, somebody might say Naomi Campbell is right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I necessarily wasn't trying to pursue her and whatever, but that's where that last line comes from. Like, damn, if Nick's can hate for no reason, why I can't love for no reason. It's like, people were just on me so hard. Like, like, Oh, you know, you got it. You know, all these like, it's like, damn, why can't, can't food have love too? Can't black daddy slim have love. Can I, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. So that's what that song was about. Just, and me just manning up, to my emotion and my feeling, because like it was kind of something I had denied for a minute, you know what I'm saying? But I see. yeah, so yeah, that's that's what that was. Just well, little, the inspiration of a woman carries on for a lifetime. There right? you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? You so. never you never forget your past relationships. Yeah, yeah. And your past connections, and uh, you know they kind of hold you on. It's like a teaching experience, a steer step. Oh, I learned to, a lot. To the next one, and then you move <laughs> on. Yep, uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I learned. I learned yeah. a bit. It's kind of like traveling, you know. Yeah, you don't have to travel, but you can travel within, and then there you go. You know, and that travel is that next individual woman that you may meet, and you may take a connection, and then be taught from there on. Exactly. <laughs> Excuse me. So, you ready for a joke? This this next one is thirteen shots. So, um, this was this was recorded in um in this in this in this bar called the Alley. It's mm-hmm. like the piano bar. Over there on Grand in Oakland. Yes, I know it well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um this girl was just there and she's um she's Irish. And so she's just doing the whole accent and everything. And so she was she was telling jokes. Um so speeding back, from the first song it begins with um my my buddy Natasha explaining what she feels about the industry. And so throughout this record, as you hear, you hear different excerpts of people kind of just, you know, talking about you know, what they feel about the industry and so forth. So this girl, I recorded her, you know, telling jokes and talking shit. So check it out. 13 shots, number six. All right, so an Irishman walks into a bar, and the bartender's like, hey man, what can I get you? And the Irishman's like, please give me 13 shots. And the the bartender's like, 13 shots all at once, and we just line them up. And the Irishman's like, yes please. So he lines up the 13 shots, and the Irishman just starts taking them, boom, boom, boom. He's just taking these shots, going down the bar. Yeah. And the bartender's like, whoa, 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 slow down, buddy. Like, why are you drinking so fast? And the Irishman goes, you drink fast if you had what I have. And the bartender goes, oh, what do you have? And he goes, 13 cents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that one. <laughs> that's a little joke. That was fun to record. She told a bunch of jokes. I, I made her do that one again. So nice like, mix. Yeah, so I was like, you got, I got to get that. I'm going to put that on the record. I've never seen her again. <laughs> okay, good. I but love yeah, that. Love it. That really that. nice. Yeah, yeah. You know. And I'm familiar with the alley. Is this a spot that I haven't really drank that much? Uh, exactly. It's fun. It's yeah. like, it's, yeah. it's, it's like you know, the one that everybody everybody knows each other. That yeah, kind of shit, it kind of you know? mix it up. And, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing like a dive bar. Exactly. And a lot of history there, too. That bar is old, 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 old. It's one of the, yeah, it, it goes way back. So anyway, this 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 number seven on the record is called Coworker Part Three. This is the last of the coworkers. So this is me, the last of me talking shit about coworkers. <laughs> so check coworker. this one out. Part three. You fake blue collar white girl entitled me. Sun clock, I'm getting big. Yes, I party, but never belligerent. Displayed your worth, but it never made a cent. I'm the radiant black golden child. Didn't acknowledge you, labeled me wild. 
flash aggressive envy my swagger style Smile but we all know your aura is vile In denial, mistake cutthroat for go-getter Your green eyes after black cheddar Announce aligning yourself to be the header Crocodile tears my wrist stay wetter My culture you appropriate, masturbate Over black men, black skin secretively hate Your ear hustle, then talk show Ricky Lake Study our struggle but can't really relate I'm a stain. I'm in the clouds, you win and got a crane. Steady parks, you'll never ride my lane. Sad parts, you know better, that's the shame. Use your brain, my words are net, you'll never gain. For you, morality is a strain. Manipulating backstabs in your vein. Still question the motives to which you came. You spoke down to me, so disrespectful. So cocky, you're far from regretful. Thought your lies on me gained you pull. Held meetings with co-workers, cut my capital. God don't like ugly, wrong way you rub me. Even homeless, my pockets stay chubby. Fronted at first edition, bragging you know me. Low self-esteem, got you acting fuddy, don't be. Toxic slaves and rush to go nowhere. Seek to lead, but crumble like brittle hair. What's hot to a flame in hell? You see, it's not your sight that needs braille. It's just kind of one of those things that makes like my, my socks wet. Um, when I really don't want it to be that wet. But I appreciate it, but I'm not wearing underwear. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So that's that's my last of the talking ish about coworkers. What'd you what'd you take from that? I like it. Uh, you get back to a, a, a lot of, you know, people want to make it hard when it's simple. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and, you know, a lot of times it just depends on where you're at in life. You're able to read to the lines and I can kind of see where it's coming from already. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like when you meet a person and you can say, okay, I'm going to have trouble with this individual. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whether, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a coworker, mm-hmm. but sometimes when it becomes a coworker, you see it simpler. It's easier to view and says, you know what, this isn't going to work. It ain't going. We're not going to get along. Yeah, and, and and that's a bad thing because you would think you would try to pull the camaraderie together and, yeah. and make things work as a coworker. But sometimes, you know, somebody wants to put their foot on your neck and kind of hold you out. Yep. Uh, you explained something else in the video that was really nice and the music. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, want to hold you down when it was not necessary. Yeah. Right. So what they're doing is they they you know they already have a plan against to get you out before you even get in. Yep. Understand. So mm-hmm. uh, if I can remember correctly, speaking to coworkers about you to make things difficult. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That that situation was like, <laughs> this is what they do. Um, which I hate this word when it's re- in regarding towards black men, when they say you are um aggressive right and i feel like that's such a a a weaponizing a weaponized word and it's very manipulative and it's done on purpose because that gets people killed that's what that's why police come busting in on on people and popping brothers and all this because Mm -hmm. they're on the phone talking about oh this person's aggressive you know when it's not even that situation 
right? A hostile situation or yeah. whatever, right? Well, yeah, exactly. So this particular occasion, I caught my coworker talking to my boss, saying that I was aggressive towards her. When this is a situation where I literally stopped speaking to her. I don't move aggressively towards anybody at work and I stopped speaking to her. So there's nothing I said or did physically that was aggressive, but she used that word against me and I walked up on her while she was saying that she shut the fuck up. But, you know. That's what they want to do though, bro. They like to put you in that slot. Yeah. And that, you know, and you can't overcome the slot. No. You know. A lot of times it's difficult to overcome the slot because what she did was she spoke to somebody about you and you're aggressive and they're another color. Yeah. So, you you know, you can't really fill a slot, but you're kind of there temporary to yeah. replace someone else to fill that particular slot you're in. Yeah. Because what she tells him is sound in his mind. As yeah. a, you know, as an individual, whether it's black, white, but a lot of times that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, so, you know, like you said, life's difficult. You can go from one end of Berkeley right down to downtown Oakland to the waterfront of Jack London Square. You're not going to see many black people in the bar industry. No. It just isn't. And years ago it was. And that's what brought them here, the railroad and, yeah. you know, the yeah. shipyards and so forth and so on. But, you yeah. know, what they did, they eliminated it all. Yeah. So the gentrification just goes and it's just vast. Yeah. And it's vast and it's intentional. Yeah, it's vastly yeah. intentional. Because yeah, you're squeezed. Yeah. You squeeze you out, rents are high, now you're yeah. squeezed out of Oakland. Yeah. You know, so it's all a system. The games it's all we systematic, play. yeah. It's all systematic. <laughs> yeah. So, so. That, that's 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 that song. Um, I just had to speak about it. You know, mm-hmm. within it I talk about, you know, and that's just the game. Like, you know, I do drop things in not just for to vent personally, but also to drop little gems for people to listen to and check when they are in the 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 service industry. Um any, anybody who you white, black, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But definitely for people of color that's getting into it, you know, they, my coworkers had did this thing where, you know, we, we got back out of COVID and, um, you know, things started slowly opening up and they just basically rallied together to not tip. You know, we were doing group pulls, you know, for the, for the tips. That's basically, you know, essentially what we live off of. And they had, they had just basically agreed to like not tip me. <laughs> <laughs> like they just were like, we ain't gonna tip this fool anymore. So I got like no tips, and I was like making like just straight up uh, hourly. Oh, that's <laughs> because cold. at the time, because yeah, it's cold. That's what they did me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, yeah, what cold. have I done to these to these people? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> nothing. You don't have to. Yeah, all you gotta do like, is be yourself fuck? and express yourself, and <laughs> that's that's too much for them. You know? Yeah. So I was like, what the? So the, you know, I was like I said, I was just talking, sharing this song, venting. Mm-hmm. I think it's but, great what you're elaborating on, bro. I really do. It's part of the game. Yeah, so think, y'all gotta yeah, y'all gotta know how the different tricks that they be pulling on you, things that they say. Yeah, and um, that industry is just the industry you're speaking of, but it mm-hmm. goes, you know, it's just it's applies it's vast. to all that shit. It does. It's vast. It, it could job. be in the office, it yep. can, you know, whether it's real estate, exactly, it's insurance, exactly, you know, and, and banking. It just goes on and on yep. and on. So it's kind of like the you know the pyramid type yeah. of yeah. recycling yeah. and. You know, visually looking at you as who you are, but can't respect it or accept it. That's what it really is. A lot of people can't accept. So know, this next thing. They need it their way. This next one is um, adult night care. And I think there's, um, they all got features. They all got, you know, um, the last the last song had my boy Dan, um, Trash Can Dan. He's a, he's a brother um, of uh, black and Filipino descent. Real cool bartender, real knowledgeable, just like an awesome person in general. So I caught him on one day, and that's that was the um, that was the bridge. That was him singing, and uh, 
being jolly and <laughs> feeling yeah. himself. But this next one is called Adult Night Care. Um, so I'm, I don't know how you're going to feel about this one because I am talking. I, I do get a little dirty. I'm talking some shit. Have some fun with this one. Uh, when I want to be funny, I tell people I work in the adult nightcare business. Confer what you must. Yeah. So that one was uh, that one was just inspired of just right. being. That a, was raw. Yeah, that was raw. <laughs> Dick in that the was, butt. Yeah. It's like you was on a trip on skeezers that night. I I'm was. gonna fuck you. You don't look that yeah. good. You might be funky, but I'm gonna yeah. dick you down anyway. Exactly. So that was, uh, I, I like that, that. That was my that was my younger yeah. days of being a bartender. <laughs> well, it's not my younger. It was last week for me. <laughs> okay. But just leave the funky out. Last week and every other, every night I go out. There so you go. That's how I that's how I roll. That's what's But up. you know what? When you go out to have a drink, you go out to have a drink and you want to have some fun along exactly. with it. Exactly. Right. Just like I met my brother here, uh, Jordan, and you know we were drinking, having fun. But, oh, you know. I know, I know. By, but we ain't gonna yeah. talk about his yeah, exploits. Yeah, but I have to. When I go out, I go out for fun. You know, what I'm saying you can't lock me in. No yeah. limitations. And yeah. if I see her, she's gonna, she's the one. That's what's you up. Know? So that's how it works. Yeah. So that's all. That's fun, right? Yeah. And that's love. Yeah. Because that's, when, that's you, what, when you, you know? exude love and you can bring that energy yeah. into them. It, it becomes really simple. Yeah, yeah it's, it's that's, that's that's what I was a, sh- yeah, yeah. A, 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 a a quick good fun one. Um, that that on the back end of that song was Smokey, and she that was I uh, recorded her at uh, Libertine. She had come by to Libertine, and so I recorded. I think we were, yeah we were at Libertine. Yeah, and I recorded her and just her take on the industry, and she was right. Like you know in Chicago. But again, this was before the, you know, before. Yeah, the, and I like yeah. when you said you get your rent in one night. See yeah, how yeah, change, she, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she. No, you. She kind of, that was no, you. No, that smash, was her. Oh, that was her. No, that smashing. was her. Yeah, yeah, that was oh, her saying okay. that. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Smokey saying that. Yeah. And yeah, she, you know, because I wasn't even bartending back then. Like okay, I was younger. Cool. Yeah. yeah, this is back in Chicago, and, and days. that's understandable too because yeah, you could smash. Yeah, you know, a bartender is, you know, you're not limited. You get what you want. Yeah, what you put in, you get out. So yeah, that's that's even well back in the day was a little less than rent too but still you're yeah, getting it true. who knows what the grind is yeah rent could have been 200 a night yeah so you're getting it then but if yeah. you add 200 a night times 30 mm-hmm. you know you might be where you want to be right exactly exactly okay all right so this next one is called 
Um, the managers, Matador. I don't know why I came up with that name. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. So yeah, this is so we we about two songs to being done. So this is the manager's Matador. Let's check it out. kind of the, the the things the down part of the industry that happens and bringing all the co-workers the, the three co-worker songs you know together and kind of speaking on it I had a situation where you know I felt like this bar that I was working in you know we're trying to just be passive aggressive and you know after the um after the um the pandemic had happened you know people were trying to come back in or take their time you know but um another co-worker said oh they got an ad out you know what I'm saying, for new bartenders. And I'm like, well, damn, why ain't, you know, why ain't they call me? I'm here, you know what I'm saying? So it just was speaking on that. And I'm mean, just speaking on a lot of things that just happen, you know, within the industry um, and how and how you just treat it and, what, and, you know, the down parts of it. So, you know, for those who want to check it out and listen, listen, you know what I mean? Um, what's this one here? Vodka, vodka sodas. I think I'm talking shit again. Um... 
before I before I close out the whole album with yeah, last well, call. You know, let me say one thing: the industry is not for everybody. No, it's not. You gotta have a really thick skin. You gotta be able to stand up. And oh, definitely. To, you know, and be able to roll with the punches. Definitely. Uh, because what you find yourself is unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's all stacked against you in the beginning. You know, and don't. Yeah. So it's not. I hate to get back to black and white, but the industry in Oakland right now and through the yeah. Bay Area, it's not black. Yeah. So you got to make your fit and make your stand. And, yeah. Uh, well, I, I feel like it's. Yeah. I feel like bartending in that whole industry is like one of the last blue collar um, mm. jobs. You know what I'm saying? It's like you don't you don't have to have like a degree. You know what I'm saying? You pick it up, you get it, you work it, and so I think there's kind of a fight for that for people that don't yeah. that don't have that. I mean, there's plenty of people that really love it and you know do their thing in it. You know what I'm saying? And well, the service industry is great in the sense that you know uh, you can still have your own life as an exactly, artist. Exactly. So, so you can be an artist, and then you can schedule your work week like, yep. oh, I work Tuesdays here, exactly. I work Wednesday and Thursday here, yep. and I work Sunday yep. over here. Exactly. See, so your tips is what makes your yep. livelihood and your salary. Yep. So you can really make bartending work. I mean, it's it, you know that's what they do in the Bay. That's what they did in San Diego on yep. that. So. So it's a good life, you know, because it gives you an outlet where you can yeah. do what you want. It gives yeah. you the freedom. Yeah. It gives yeah. you the freedom to live what you want to do and what you really, truly want to do, like exactly. what you're doing now. Exactly. But this is just the paving and the steer step to get you one year to go. Yep. Well, you need to go. All right. All right so this is number 10 yep. out of the 11 songs that we've done for this uh, this musical ensemble okay. named Nostrovia from Black Daddy Slim. Um, this one's called Vodka Soda, which is what I used to drink religiously i've kind of tried to chill but <laughs> you probably still do <laughs> now and then now and again you know <laughs> let's get into it drunk white boy screaming barkeep shut the fuck up before you get beat took off his shoes i could smell feet Wood bat on bar, I'm not discreet Fuck your drink, this girl got big tits Drinks martinis with driver vermouth rinse Chihuahua, fur white as Mike Pence The bathroom full, go pee on the fence No food, better eat chips or these nuts Could give a fuck about your big butt Reach in your purse and pay up Drinks ain't free and don't steal my cups For bubble gut, soda and bitters Shot before shift, you get the jitters Keep the lights low, we got critters Professional alcoholics, we don't do quitters Vodka soda, vodka soda Pass me a vodka soda Vodka soda, vodka soda Pass me a vodka soda Vodka soda, vodka soda Pass me a vodka soda Vodka soda, vodka soda Vodka soda. Vajuski. The homie uh, Nishan um, and the brother Nate, Nasty Nate, <laughs> um, Nishan, he, he bartends over at um, 
uh, Mushin. Um, his brother owns uh, Mushin. And um, shout out to Baba. No, nah, no, nah, that's no, that's Oakland? down the street. That's Oakland. That's, yeah, okay. downtown Oakland. His brother, oh, this brother Baba owns it. It's a, a Nigerian brother. Shouts out to Nigeria, which okay. I am. <laughs> um, yeah, so he works there. And then Nate, he works over at Miranda and um, Fort Greene. He's a brother, so it's two 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 black bartenders, two brothers, um, real good bartenders, and and good folks. You know what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. they they was on the end of it. Um, my, my homeboy Hassani was there. He actually owned Sandbar, um, but he was in the background on that. That tells that me you're a bartender for real on this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing the shots. I love the click. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it was a little yeah, yeah. It, doing a little yeah. after hour thing. Yeah, and, right. You know, it, it yeah. almost felt like the bar was closed. Yeah, it's time which, to go home. Which is the name drinks. for the for yeah. the last song? Mm-hmm. Is is last call? So let's get right. into that. Okay, <laughs> that was a perfect segue. What do you, you feel about the, the industry? What's your take on the industry? Well, what industry? The music or the... No, this, this shit. The bar industry? Yeah. I can suck a dick. Oh! <laughs> no, no, it's been good to me. It's yeah? Been, it's been good to me. All right. But it's a lot of bullshit. Yeah. It's a lot of bullshit. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. But, yeah. Yeah. What are we doing, guys? Can leave us? Getting the fuck out of here. Last call. 
was the girl that was that was talking to the show. It was all plastic. It sounds like I can hear her. Yeah. I go to the last calls all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I go to the last calls all the time because yeah. last calls are what's really about. That's what's up. Yeah, so that's that. You know, it was just like a quick summary of, of what it is to be a bartender. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. A great topic, I would say. You know, to, you know to touch on bartending and bars and what it is because yeah. that's where it all happens at. And that's yeah. where it all evolves from. And, you know, and people speak their mind, you know. Mm-hmm. Your yeah, expression, the drunk serum. person speaks their true mind. Yep. Yep. Or a woman's even more so elaborated in that sense. Yep. You know, she says if you're on her mind, and that's how you end up fucking that yep. night. And, yep. oh, wait a minute, did I fuck you last night? Yeah, well, yeah you did. Yep. You know, <laughs> I was so drunk, I'm so, so don't be sorry, because you did what you wanted to do. Exactly. Because the drunk person speaks their mind, so yep. you really wanted it, but sometimes you just got to have a little edge to get you to give it away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah, yeah, so that's 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 the that's the joint, man. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you for uh, doing this uh, review with me. Yep, I appreciate you, brother, brother Steve. Uh, uh-huh. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, I'm man. No, I'm just saying, brother Steve. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You know? So welcome, Black Daddy yeah. Slim. Yeah. Uh, my final thoughts. Yeah, I think he's lousy. Thoughts? No, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the brother's got talent. Uh, he's been around for a while, and the lyrics is there. And you know what? But the, the main thing with me, in the sense, it's it's positive. It's really positive. It te- speaks of what it really is: the street, the root, where you come from, the grandma, the you know, the mom. It's all. It's what it's really instilled. But the exposure, the travel, and the industry is what really makes you able to open up the doors to you know to actually put it on paper and write it. That's the most important thing: the experience, to yeah. live the experience. Understand? It just doesn't come from you just wanting to put it out there on the air. It has to be a track record, a past track record to get you where you're at today. If you don't have the track record in my mind, then you don't have it. Right? So when you speak about well, what it is, it? yeah, it's Chicago, it's your mom, it's the streets, it's the life, it's now you're here, you're traveling. You know, it's, it's the interacting. And most of all, exposure. Because you won't get any of it without exposure. You got to put yourself in the element, be on the reverse side, opposite side, what side, and left side, right. That's where you need to be to make it happen. Does that make sense? For sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shouts out to our everyday celebrity. Thank you for having us. Thank, thank you for uh thank you too, you know, brother. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, you having me also. Yeah, yeah. For uh yeah, doing Check this. me out. Stevie Rob Design, just send me. Gotta go buy his spot. It's right. up there on Piedmont. Please. Yeah, I'm at three nine eight oh Piedmont Avenue, uh, uh Laurel Gallery. It's an international joy gallery, although I design, but my focus is really about international artists and handmade work and temporary and, and I'm a platform for you to work from. But first in line. I got to move it in sales. That's what's up. Go pay this, brother. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> we got kids. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs>